BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Gideon George, double handoff on the wing right side. Block will send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, and boy, do we mean tonight, the BYU Cougars hit the road for two games in Southern California. BYU is at Gersten Pavilion for a matchup with the LMU Lions. Appreciate you staying up late with us tonight for this WCC Clash between the Cougars and the Lions. The Cougars begin play tonight at 2-0 in the WCC, 12-5 overall, and on a seven-game winning streak. BYU's last game was Saturday at home against Portland, where the Cougars prevailed 71-58. Gideon George led the way for BYU with 20 points and a game-high nine rebounds. Fusene Traore pitched in with 12 points and eight boards. The Cougars shot the ball extremely well, hitting 49% from the field, including 64% in the second half. Now on the other side of things, LMU coming off a loss at Pacific last Saturday. The Lions are 11 and 5 overall and 1 and 1 in the WCC. The Lions began conference play with a very impressive pretty much dominating performance over the Portland Pilots, and then obviously lost their second game to the Tigers. The Cougars lead this series overall 22-5 and are 9-3 against LMU in L.A. This will be BYU's final game played at Gersten Pavilion. Cam Shelton is LMU's leading scorer. The Chino, California native is averaging 18 points per game while shooting 49% from the field and 37% from three. Let's also not forget Kelly Leo Pepe, who may have the greatest mullet of all time. The Australian native is averaging 14 points on 49% shooting and 43% from three. In all seriousness, no, the guy, in all seriousness, the guy has been an absolute handful for BYU in the past, whether it's the power of the mullet or not. You gotta keep a body on him. And he can certainly shoot from three, so you have to know where he is at at all times. He is an absolute beast and has given BYU fits over the last couple of years. All right, time now for our pregame player interview, and tonight it's with freshman point guard Dallin Hall. We're all aware of his late-game heroics, and that alone is impressive for such a young player at this level. However, beyond any of that, I've really been impressed with just how poised and under control he is and how he's able to settle things down when the game gets sped up. You don't normally see that very much from young players. I mentioned a lot about this year being one of the uh, the objectives of finding the program's foundation players as it moves into the Big 12. Well, it goes without saying, Dallin is one of those very important foundation pieces. I talked with the freshman from Plain City, Utah, before the team left for Los Angeles, and I asked him what seems to be working so well right now on the court. Um, you know, I think it's really just our desire to win. Um, you know, a couple games early in the season, we showed spurts of um, playing great brand of basketball. And unfortunately, that came when we got down like 20, right? <laughs> so we were desperate to win. And now we just are trying to come out, play 40 minutes of desperate to win. Um, and I feel like that's showing a lot in our hustle and our way we're sharing the ball and making the right plays. And so I feel like it's starting to come together. Do you feel like that same approach has been helping on the defensive end as well to kind of spark everything else? Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, we had a 
difficult time shooting the ball early on in the year and continue to show a little bit of flashes of that. We know we'll figure that out, but Coach Pope has told us, you know, we can still win against really good teams with our defensive effort, and so we've really taken pride in our on the defensive end to limit teams and to help that spark our offensive game, and so it's been awesome to see. Coach Pope has, has mentioned this a couple of different times, but he, he talked in depth about it this week in terms of when you guys went through that stretch and it sort of culminated with the loss to Utah Valley. And he said afterwards, you guys really had a, a frank conversation and everybody's like, you just had a real talk. Is it a coincidence that right after that happened, this winning streak has taken place? I mean, do you kind of look at that as a turning point in the season? Yeah, I think that was a huge turning point for us. Um, you know, there's a lot going on. We're a new team, a bunch of new pieces, guys coming in trying to get a feel. And so I feel like the first games, that was really evident, um, trying to adjust to everything. And then it just came down to, you know, after that loss, what do we really want to accomplish? What are we willing to sacrifice to give up? And we all came together and bought into the team. And I feel like that started to show in our winning record. Well, and beyond just the wins, the fact that you're going into your third conference game already, I don't know if it's felt this way to you, but I mean, is the season flown by at this point? It feels like it's gone by really quick to this point. Yeah, I mean, this is my first season back from a two-year break, so it is flying by. Well, what has this year been like? And obviously there's still lots to go, but what's it been like for you? Is it what you had envisioned it to be? Is it what you'd hoped it would be? Most definitely not. You know, I um, I didn't really know what to expect, but I couldn't have seen the start of our season, how frustrating that was, and then the amazing, incredible growth. Um, but it's everything I could hope for because it's taught me a lot of lessons, helped me improve my game, and show me like through adversity what a team can really become and i'm glad i've been able to be a part of it what about the overall college experience this is obviously that part of it's new to you as well and coming to byu what's that experience been like over the last couple of months college has been great it's kind of crazy to think that i'm actually a freshman in college (laughs) Um, but it's been great the institution here at byu they really value education which is something I value as well. And so it's been good to learn and um, been pushed in the classroom and I've been especially pushed on the, you know, on the court. And so all in all, I feel like I'm really growing in my character and that's what anyone can hope for really at this age. How is the school side of things going for you right now? You keeping up? You, you, you doing what you're supposed to do? Yeah, I'm making it by. <laughs> Have you picked a major or is that, you've not got that far yet? Um, I haven't declared one yet. I'm leaning towards the business side of things, but still undeclared as of right now. What's uh, in terms of business, that obviously can mean a lot of different things. Like what's your ultimate goals? Um, I don't have anything for certain. You know, obviously I want to play basketball at the professional level. Um, and after that, hopefully I can be in a position where I'm able to help others. And I feel like business can give me a chance to do that. Um, still got to figure that out, though. Give everybody a little bit of an insight. And obviously, you know, you don't want to give away trade secrets because what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. But but this group, what's this group like to, to be around? It's an incredible group. Um, you know, it's very rare where you get on a team where all the guys are just meshed together. Um and that's honestly like how this team is. Everyone meshes, everyone loves each other, they care for each other, and they push each other, right? We hold each other accountable. Gideon is a great leader, Rudy, some of those older guys. Um, and it's just a fun atmosphere, you know, when we're on the court together, when we're off the court, when we're traveling, it's constant laughing. Um, but we each know we have each other's back and we're going to be there for each other. I, I think I asked you this before. I know I talked to Richie about this, but do you think in terms of the chemistry, you think the fact that, and I'm not even just talking about freshmen coming in, but so many new faces, whether it be freshmen or transfers coming in, there's so many new faces that the majority of the team is new. Do you think that's helped you guys bond? Yeah, I think it has, you know, just allowing us to all come in kind of wide-eyed, not really knowing what to expect, but excited. Um, Has allowed us all to really come together in our goals and in our vision and um, helped us to bond on a 
you know, we don't have any previous expectations, yeah. and so we're able to just come together and focus on the right things. What about your play on the court? How do you feel you're doing, obviously, handling the point guard duties and doing quite well as a freshman? How would you evaluate yourself? <laughs> um, you know, getting better every day. <laughs> it's been a process for sure, getting back from the mission. Um, I still have a lot of things to improve on. Um, a lot of that is evident, but... You know, I feel like I'm giving my all to my teammates, to my coaches, um, and hopefully as the season continues to progress, I'll continue to grow and um, be able to, you know, be that point guard that they need me to be down the stretch. From a physical standpoint, everybody's going to handle coming back from a mission differently. Do you feel you're at 100% physically, or are you still still trying to get to there at this point? Yeah, you know, I thought I was towards the start of the year, but it seems like as more games go on, my legs continue to get back underneath me. I feel a little bit quicker, and so... It's exciting to see that, you know, I still got more in me. Um, Obviously, there's the end of the season and the legs start to get to you, but I'm just trying to stay fresh, stay healthy, and I feel pretty close back to 100%. You guys have started conference play. Obviously, can't be better than two and zero when you've only played two games. Now you head out on the road for two in Southern California. You've got LMU up first, uh, and then San Diego. But just maybe just to talk a little bit about the Lions, what you know about them, and, and the importance of of keeping this going. Yeah, we know they're a physical team. Um, they're a really solid coach team. They play well. They play fast. Um, you know, they really try to turn teams over. And so for us, that's been a big emphasis, something we've been trying to work on throughout the years to protect the ball. That's going to be a huge key of this game. Um, and then as well as guarding, you know, Coach Pope says guard your yard. And that's going to be huge in that game because they got some guards that can really break guys down and make multiple moves. You're going to miss the snow at all when you head down to Southern California and the temperatures are probably 50 degrees warmer than it is here? <laughs> no, I think it'll be a nice break. <laughs> Dallin, thank you so much for the time. Good luck against the Lions. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, that's freshman Dallin Hall. Appreciate him taking a few minutes as uh, we get you ready for the Cougars and the Lions from Los Angeles. Coming up next, we will head to Gersten Pavilion. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. It comes your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jason Shepard with you in our BYU radio studios in Provo, Utah. Let's head out to the site of tonight's matchup between the Cougars and the Lions. It is Gersten Pavilion on the campus of LMU in Los Angeles, just north of LAX is where we will find our guy. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Hi, Mark. How are you tonight? Mr. Mr. Shepard, I'm doing uh, fantastically. I've spent the day at the happiest place on earth. It wasn't very happy earlier as we got drenched. I heard about that. Like three hours. But then it cleared up and it was a nice day. I've got my family here with me and just enjoying Southern California. Because, Jason, I don't know if you know this, but BYU is going to the Big 12 next year. And I don't know how often we'll get back to Southern California uh, basketball-wise. Yeah, I, I have heard something about that, and I agree. Uh, the, the trips to California are, are very quick, like 90-minute flights for conference games. Uh, those days are going to be over very, very soon. Um, but let's, let's, let's start here, Mark. Obviously, BYU's on a seven-game winning streak. They're playing really good basketball. Has the seven-game winning streak changed your expectations about this team? Oh, absolutely. I mean, dramatically, Jason, I think. I mean, uh, after that South Dakota UVU swing, I was uh, feeling, 
you know, I, I, I'd, I'd almost resign myself to, hey, this is a fun team. They're going to struggle. Postseason is just not a reality. Uh, you know, top of the conference, probably not a reality. And I'd almost resign myself to that because they weren't playing good basketball. And this seven-game game streak is, has really switched my mind. I mean, they're they're playing really good and uh, made the right adjustments. The chemistry is coming together. They rebound the heck out of the ball. They're playing good perimeter defense. And turnovers maybe not so great uh, still, but manageable, I guess. And so a lot of those real big concerns I had that really hurt them in this earlier in the season are not doing that anymore. So now my mindset is, hey, postseason is not out of the out of the possibility for this team whether it be NCAA or NIT, but something. I mean, that, that's back in the conversation in my book. And then, you know, you know you're talking maybe – I think a lot depends on this road trip, but I think you're talking, uh, you know, top two or three teams in the conference. Uh, you're in that conversation. and So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a month a month ago, uh, I, I, I had some – I was looking – you know, I'm, I'm never too down. I try to be optimistic, and I like the and I like the guys, but they just just wasn't happening for them. And, and now they put it together, and they look really, really good. It's not an accident, Jason, that they've won seven in a row. They're playing really good basketball. Well, and recently they got a nice little boost by having Spencer Johnson back with the team, and he's done nothing to even let you know that he was even hurt before. With as well as he's playing, we've seen him in two different roles. He started the year as a starter. Since coming back, he's come off the bench, and he's excelled at both. Which do you think is the role that can benefit this team the most right now? Well, I, I want to give me one of them uh, knee braces because if, if he can play <laughs> that good, in the, he must have some bionics or something in that because he, he looks great. He's moving very well. Like like you said, he's like like he never left. And, you know, I, I, I don't worry about Spencer Johnson. I mean, there's some guys I, I'm worried about chemistry-wise. But I do think it's smart that Mark Pope's saying, you know, I don't want to mess with a good thing. I don't want to mess with that starting lineup that's got me all these wins in a row. And I don't think it matters. I mean, Spencer's going to get his minutes, whether he's on the floor for the tip. And he can almost be a really calming influence on, on that second group. And then then after the kind of the first five or ten minutes, it's just about playing the right guys. And he'll be a part of that mix. And, and so I, I think it's smart to just let's not rock the boat uh, even though Spencer probably deserves a starting nod and he's playing starting type minutes, it, it, it really doesn't matter who's on the floor for the tip. It's just you know, what groups are out there that are, have good chemistry and, and are playing well and playing together. And Spencer fits into all of those groups. I mean, you could throw him anywhere in any group and he's not going, going to disrupt things. He's not going to hurt the chemistry. He's a kind of guy that makes other players better. And, and so I'm just fully confident whatever role Spencer plays, he's going to play it really well. But, man, it's really nice to have him back on the floor. He's just another scoring punch, great defender, doesn't make mistakes, and can create his own shot. I mean, it's really nice having him back on the floor. Coach Pope talked about Foose's defense this week and the progress that he's made as the season has, has you know, continued through. He mentioned at the beginning of his career he was guarding like a big man, but he's getting better at guarding like a guard. With the way offenses play these days, Foose's ability to switch on all positions has really changed how he's viewed, and the coaches are taking note of that. How has he evolved as, as this season has gone on 
specifically from the defensive end, but then also just overall. One of the big changes and the big factors in BYU's win streak is they, they switched how they played defense, and the main part of that is how Foose plays. And a lot of times, you know, they were whether Foose or Atiki, they were covering up for those two guys because they didn't want to have to switch uh, on them because I, I don't think Coach Pope felt like they could guard a guard and, and chase him around the perimeter. And so it made it tough on defense because then you had to – uh, had to get through screens, and then, you know, a guy get downhill, then you had to help, and then they're kicking out to an open three-point shooter. It just makes it very hard on the defense where if you're switching most most things, uh, e- even a guard on a big man, and you can still get away with that and not get hurt defensively, that really helps you. It, it simplifies things which this team needs, and uh, it just makes it, makes it easier to guard, especially the three-point line, and you see how much better they are at guarding the three-point line. And, so Foose and Atiki, I think both, are doing a better job getting out on the shooter and moving their feet, not being a liability uh, on that perimeter defense. And, and credit also the guards like Dallin Hall and, and you know, who, whoever really, uh, uh, Rudy down low, when they get switched on a big man, that's a tough guard for them. they got to guard the post, and they've done a really nice job of being very physical and not getting hurt there. So... The other thing, and I'm rambling on here, you know, he's talking about Foose's perimeter defense, but one thing I notice about Foose, Jason, is he doesn't require you to double-team his man, even if it's a really good post player. He, he's learned how to just take his man, stay in front of him, make make that big man shoot over him, and, and he's a good shot blocker. And when you have a big man that doesn't require help or a double-team, that, that really helps your defense, and he, he's just playing playing great basketball. All right, last question. Uh, LMU looked great against Portland, winning on the road. Then they lost at Pacific. What are your thoughts on this Lions team tonight? Obviously a dangerous team, um, but uh, right now, I, I mean, the first two conference games, a little bit of a head-scratcher. Yeah, well, like a lot of teams, uh, three-point shooting is, is a big factor. I mean, they go 15 of 30 up, up at Portland and, and dominate that game, and then they go four for 25 against Pacific. So, uh, you know that you see that a lot in college basketball. So BYU's got to really make sure that they don't let uh, LMU get hot from the three. They're a good three-point shooting team. Continue that good three-point shooting defense, and I think if they do that, they'll probably come out of here with the win. I mean, I've seen LMU play a little. I saw them play down in Vegas against Utah State. They're not going to overwhelm you, but they can get hot from three, and that's when they're really dangerous. And Leo Pepe plays really well against BYU. You need to know yes, where he he's at and guard him. And, of course, they have a great guard in Camp Shelton. So it's just certainly a challenge but doable for BYU. Mark, thank you for the insight. We'll hear you with Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks, my friend. All right, my brother. See you. There we go. The great Mark Durant joining us from Gerson Pavilion in Los Angeles. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a break, come back, update you on some Top 25 action. Uh, Two finals from teams from the state of Utah already in the books, plus two other games going on right now. And the Utah Jazz, did they snap their five-game losing streak? Well, it was at Houston. That should probably give you a clue. We'll take a break. We'll come back, and we'll wrap up Cougar Pregame Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Jason Shepard.
Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. Getting you ready for the Cougars and the Lions. LMU 1-1 one and one in West Coast Conference play. BYU 2-0 and oh, looking to begin the season 3-0 and oh in their final season in the West Coast Conference. All right, let's update you on some other action earlier. We will start in the state of Utah. Utah Valley going on the road to Arlington, Texas, beating UT Arlington 72-64. to 64. The news not so good for Southern Utah, losing at Tarleton by 3, 68-65. The T-Birds fall. Games going on right now featuring local teams. Uh, we will start with the University of Utah. They are hosting Oregon State up on the hill with 11 and a half minutes to go in the first half. Utah up by 6, 19-13 over the Beavers. Utah Tech on the road at Cal Baptist, 7.30 in the first half remaining. And the Trailblazers with a four-point advantage at 20-16. All right, West Coast Conference action. Pepperdine hosting Santa Clara, and right now the Broncos with a 10-point advantage with 10 minutes to go. Actually, now it's uh, 7. 19-12, Santa Clara with the lead. Pacific trailing at San Diego. Don't forget, BYU will face the Toreros on Saturday night in San Diego. Uh, the Toreros up 23-21 over Pacific with just under 10 minutes to go in the first half. Also at 9 o'clock, so the same tip time as our game, is number 9 Gonzaga at San Francisco. So that's obviously a game that we will be following throughout the night. All right, top 25 college hoops. Game's going on now. Second half action. 15th ranked Indiana leading at Iowa 55-46. 10th ranked UCLA with a big lead at the half over USC 44-26. Bruins with the advantage coming up a little bit later on tonight. Number five Arizona will be hosting Washington. I already mentioned Gonzaga at San Francisco. Two finals from earlier today. Number one, Purdue gets the two-point win at number 24, Ohio State, 71-69. And second-ranked Houston over SMU, and this one was a blowout, 87-53 is the final score. The Utah Jazz on the road at Houston tonight looking to snap a five-game losing streak. They did it, and they did it in style behind a career-high from Lowry Markinen, 49 points and eight rebounds, and the Jazz snapped that five-game losing streak, 131-114, as they defeat Houston. That was game one of a three-game road trip for the Jazz. They will be at Chicago on Saturday, and then they will wrap up the three-game roadie in Memphis coming up on Sunday afternoon. All right, coming up next, we'll get you to Gersten Pavilion in Los Angeles for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Happy New Year. Welcome courtside inside Gersten Pavilion on the campus of Loyola Marymount University as the BYU Cougars West Coast Conference Farewell Tour continues just minutes from the coastline itself. We are on the shores of the Pacific Ocean as we bring you BYU's first game of calendar year 2023. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel. With me is the former BYU Ironman, the ever-popular Twitter follow, Mark Durant. And Mark, even though 
BYU has won 18 of the last 19 games against LMU and 7 of the last 8 here in this building. Rarely is it ever a cakewalk when the Cougars find themselves in the lion's den. Yeah, it surprises me that it's been that dominant for BYU. We've seen a lot of comeback wins and close games in this building. And you mentioned kind of this farewell tour. I'm going to miss, you know, a lot of talk about the gyms that maybe they're a little bit small here at the West Coast Conference. But, man, these these uh, universities, the setting, just unbelievable. I'm going to miss that. Uh, I don't know that Manhattan, Kansas, or Lubbock, Texas are going to have quite the same allure, although the basketball is going to be pretty fantastic. But, uh Listen, this LMU team, I, I think, is one of the better teams we've seen them have. Uh, Cam Shelton's good. Leo Pepe. Leo Pepe seems like he should be a BYU guy because he's been. It seems like he's <laughs> been playing for like 13 years. I, I, can't, I can't remember LMU not having Leo Pepe on the floor for them. But I think it's going to be a fun game. I, I really like the direction BYU's going. I think this week, for me, Greg, will kind of tell me how the rest of it's going to go. Will they you know, be in the conversation in the top two or three teams in the league, or will – or will they kind of falter from this great run they're on? I hope to see it continue because it's been really fun to watch them play. Coming up next, we'll hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Los Angeles on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and LMU coming up as the Cougars open their two-game WCC road weekend at Gersten Pavilion. Cougs and Lions have met 27 times previously. BYU's won 22 of the 27. Cougars coming in two tonight at 12-5 and and on a seven-game win streak. LMU 11-5. After last week's WCC road split, winning at Portland, losing at Pacific. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, Coach Pope talks about taking on a team that was on a three-game win streak until a weekend stunner in Stockton. This is a really good team. This is a really veteran team. They're playing great basketball. Uh, and they just had a hiccup. You know, it happens when you win a bunch of games together. Sometimes you, it's just human nature to lose a little bit of focus, and I'm sure they're going to pr- bring it with a fury tonight, which is awesome. It'll be a great game. You've won a bunch of games in a row against LMU, and yet it doesn't feel like games against LMU or ed- anything other than just grinds. Yeah, it's always incredibly challenging. Um, you know, they, they bring a tremendous amount of physicality to the game. Uh, you know, they just pound for pound, literally. Um, they're thick, big, strong, mobile, skilled bodies, um, and, and they've been that way for a while. They, they cause a real, you know, they're always a huge challenge for us. You had two games against them last year without them playing Leo Pepe, and he's back and looking like himself again. Yeah, and the one game where Leo Pepe played, he killed yeah. us. So, um, you know, he's just a terrific, terrific basketball player. He's been doing this forever. Is he a super senior now? He is uh, a, a fifth year, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so he's got five full years under his belt, and he played a ton as a freshman. So he is a, he's a terrific basketball player, and, and he's, um, you know, he's he caused problem for everybody. Your last time in this building was a special night. Remember that? Yeah, it was, you know, we were in a really tough point in our season, yeah. and, and uh, we just didn't, you know, uh, they came out and just blitzed us in the first half. Um, and then the guys responded like our guys always do, man. Our guys always respond, and and they fought incredibly hard and ended up getting a win. 
Another big three-point volume team, LMU. Yeah, and they're shooting it really well, and they shoot it really well. You know, for 30 minutes a game, 20 minutes a game, they're going to have five, you know, really, really high-level shooters on the floor at the same time. It caused real issues for us. Um, a real challenge defensively, um, and they're they're also interestingly enough they're you know in the bottom thirty teams in the country in terms of assists per field goal, yeah. uh, and so so they're doing a lot of this. I mean they run a ton of actions. They run a hundred different actions, but most of the time it ends up with somebody just saying putting their head down and making a play. And that play could be from behind the three point line. It could be to the rim. It could be in the post. So, so for us, a huge challenge is can we guard our yard? Can we can we take away isolations and make all isolations one on five? And can we guard without fouling? Like, those are huge issues for us. Yeah, what are some offensive components of tonight's game plan? Well, um, this, this team is incredibly capable of turning you over. So we gotta we got to be strong with this ball. They'll really extend the floor. They'll come guard us at, at 35 feet. And so we got to, you know, instead of being on our heels, we got to take advantage of that extra space we get, we play in. Um, we got to really, really screen or really, really screen use illegally. And we got to be forceful enough coming off of those screens. They'll play a drop with their five a lot, which actually increases the space away from them when we get to play in. But we can't be in too much of a rush to get downhill. We don't want four guys moving together with no increase or decrease in space, space moving all the way towards the rim. So we got to be really judicious about how we manipulate space in this game offensively. We need to play with great pace. Um, and we got to, obviously, as always, we got to be a real force on the offensive glass. They're number 51 in the country in terms of defensive field, uh, defensive rebounding percentage. So they're really, really solid on the defensive glass. And we still have to find a way to have an impact on the offensive glass. All right, Coach, great preview. Thank you. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, you. That's Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's keys to the game brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Durant gives us his keys to the game against LMU. I, I think turnovers will be big today. I think 13's the number for me. You can't afford to have the turnovers you had against Pacific on the road and expect to win here. Uh, the other thing for me is Leo Pepe. I mean, some guys kind of feel really confident against some teams, and, and Kelly Leo Pepe's played well against BYU. He's had a really nice season. I think BYU needs to kind of contain him, make sure he doesn't have a really big night, and uh, I think if they can do those, those two things, uh, you know, with what BYU's playing, I feel good about their chances. All right, as we go to break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, coming up next, live from LMU's Gersten Pavilion here in Los Angeles on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We are coming to you live from Gersten Pavilion on the LMU campus in Los Angeles. As tonight, BYU seeks only its second ever 3-0 start to WCC play. It's been 10 years since the Cougars opened 3-0 in league. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. 
Our studio host, Jason Shepard. Our control board operators, Logan Gardner and Corbin Radford. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Our BYU radio engineer is Barry Squires. Broadcast intern is Jared Call at BYU Radio. Great to have you joining us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, Mark, four weeks ago, BYU is coming off of back-to-back losses to drop to 5-5 five and five on the season. And I said then that if the wheels hadn't fallen off, the lug nuts were getting a little bit loose. Since then, BYU's not lost a single game. So how have the Cougars tightened the wheels to win seven in a row? There were some big concerns that kind of reflected in their struggles early on. And, you know, one was guarding the three-point defensive line. I think they've made some adjustments and Foose and Atiki and switching those and not helping so much and not having to help so much and not getting in rotation, as Coach Pope says. I I think that's helped, uh, you know, keeping the turnovers manageable. It's still an issue for them, but it's, it's not killing them on the floor. And then uh, I think it's just consistency of scoring. You're getting better, consistent performances from your best players, and you're not having those scoring droughts that you've had in, in some of those games. I think all those things have gotten much better, and as a result, you're seeing much better basketball on the floor. And then the, the last thing, just a chemistry. You know, guys are figuring out their roles and, and how to play with each other, and uh, and I think they're coming together as a team, which is invaluable. And uh, now, now playing with a lot of confidence, and rightly so. They're playing good basketball, and, and uh, should feel confident about what they're doing out on the floor. Against an LMU team tonight that has won three of its last four. Again, they had their three-game win streak snapped Saturday in Stockton, losing at Pacific. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from the other side and hear from LMU assistant coach Greg Yankowski as the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show continues live from Los Angeles on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside to rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continuing from LMU's Gersten Pavilion. The 12-win Cougars of BYU visiting the 11-win Lions. LMU went through a sophomore slump of sorts in head coach Stan Johnson's second season last season. Lions finished 11-18 overall, 3-12 in league. Really slumped in conference. And that was a ninth-place finish in the West Coast Conference last year, and ninth is where LMU is picked to finish by the coaches this year. The great Scott, Eli Scott, he's gone. But force of nature, Kelly Leo Pepe is back, as is backcourt shooting star and scoring star Cam Shelton. LMU is a three-point heavy team. They shoot an okay percentage, but they hammer the volume. Lions ranked top 25 nationally in both attempts and makes per game. A short time ago, I visited with LMU assistant coach Greg Yankowski about the hit-and-miss three-point numbers that were part of a win at Portland and lost to Pacific last week. That's just basketball, I think. You know, I thought we played probably our best 40 minutes of basketball against Portland. Uh, didn't play as good against Pacific, obviously. A lot of credit to them. They did a great job uh, getting out on us early, you know, making it tough to come back. But like I said, I thought we played really well against Portland. Hopefully we can start finding some of that magic again. Pacific was just coming off the BYU game, so you saw BYU film in Pacific film, so you got kind of a sneak peek of what was coming up this week, too. Yeah, it was good to kind of cross-reference, a lot of cross-scouting, obviously, in the league, and, uh, you know, I thought BYU did some really good things against Portland as well, uh, you know, taking advantage of them on the backboard and in transition, uh, so it was good to watch those two games as well. Lineups, consistencies have been uh, Cam Shelton and Kelly kind of all season long, right? Yeah, those are our two leaders, two seniors. You know, when those guys are really good, we're really good. So those guys are definitely, you know, there are two captains for a reason. Where are you strongest right now, and what do you want to see improvement in uh, down the stretch? 
You know, I thought we've done a good job uh, with our pace of play, you know, getting up and down, especially offensively. Obviously, some games we've shot really good with a three ball. Uh, I think what we need next is just consistency from our half-court defense because, you know, we've been able to win some games where we haven't hit threes, but now we've got to put together more games in conference. Like against Pacific, the three ball wasn't falling, and then our defense wasn't there as well. So being able to not just shut teams down when the three ball is going, but conference play, you know, scouting is more prolific now in conference play. Teams got 14, 15 films on you now. So being able to understand when teams take certain things away, still being able to play our game on the defensive end. Do you expect an up and down game tonight in terms of pace of play with how BYU wants to go? I think so, yeah. You know, they're one of the fastest teams in the country. I think I looked it up. They were like 39th in tempo. So there's a lot of possessions. Obviously, we like to get up and down as well. So, you know, I think it'll be a fun game to be a fan for sure. Tough game to be a coach on both sides, but it's going to be a fun game to be a fan and watch. A couple of scouting thumbnails on BYU, things you'd want to get done tonight generally? Well, obviously get back in transition defense. You know, when you really study them and look deep into their analytics, BYU is one of the best teams in the country at if you turn the ball over, them coming down and scoring. I think they're at 1.4 points per possession when a team turns the ball over. Next thing, too, I mean, offensive rebounding for BYU. They're one of the best teams in the country. They're averaging about 13 offensive rebounds a game. Got to keep George off the boards. Got to keep Traor off the boards. Saunders, Waterman, they just keep sending bodies at you. And a lot of their big threes, you know, against Weber State, against Utah, come off of offensive rebounds. So big key tonight, keep them off the backboard. Can't allow any dagger threes. No Alex Barcelo for BYU. No Eli Scott for LMU. A couple of pieces that have been there for quite a yeah. while. Yeah, kind of a changing of the guard, right, for yeah. both programs. Two uh, stalwarts the past couple years, and obviously Barcelo was a great player for BYU. Eli was a great player here, but it's been nice to see on both ends different guys step up, like Cam and Kelly stepping up for us, Treyor, Rudy Williams, George stepping up for BYU. So I think both programs are in good hands. All right, Coach, thank you for the preview. We'll see you back in Provo. Appreciate it. Thank you. See you then. All right, that's LMU assistant coach Greg Yankowski. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues after this, live from Los Angeles on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. Coming up, just after the top of the hour, BYU and LMU, one of four games on the Thursday WCC slate. They're at halftime down in San Diego. Pacific, a two-point lead over the Toreros, 36-34 at the break. BYU heading down I-5 tonight to play the Toreros on Saturday. The other game just into the uh, second half, Santa Clara 42, Pepperdine 37 in Malibu. That game just getting underway, half number two. Tipping at the same time as BYU-LMU will be Gonzaga and San Francisco. Well, only one weekend in, and we've already seen some surprising results in league. But, Mark, uh, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, BYU, they all took care of business. Uh, They were the only three WCC teams to get out of opening weekend unscathed. It's like deja vu all over again, and that just goes to the consistency of those those programs and and starts with the coaches, Coach Few and Coach Bennett. I mean, they, they just know how to do it year in and year out, and you see the cream rise to the top every year but I do think the league is very good and dangerous I mean I don't know that Gonzaga and St. Mary's and BYU can just run the table I think you're going to see some surprising losses especially on the road which makes this game and and Saturday's game really important because BYU can go 4-0 and then you're going at home with Gonzaga I mean that's exciting stuff so these are big games for BYU Final thoughts before tip-off. Coming up next, this is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from Gersten Pavilion in Los Angeles on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. It's a BYU and LMU just uh, moments away. Cougars on a seven-game win streak coming in. First four games of the streak, BYU was outscoring teams. BYU scored 83, 97, 75, and 90 in the first four wins. Last three, the Cougars are still winning games while scoring 63, 69, 71 because the defensive numbers have stayed pretty consistent. And a big part of that, Mark, is how well BYU has been rebounding the ball. You know, they, uh, they say there are some skills and talents that you know, don't require you to be on every night, but rebounding is one of them, and that's kind of how BYU's been playing and winning games lately. That's been their calling card. That's how their beating teams is on the boards, and, you know, th- those numbers are going to go down, especially in conference, because that's just the way it gets tougher, more physical, slows, they slow it down. It's, it's just a battle in, in conference, so don't expect those high-scoring games anymore. All right, we'll see if the Cougars can uh, win it either way tonight here in L.A., tip off of BYU and LMU. It's straight ahead. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.